Hey there, I'm Heida Funduchi, your personal branding coach. You're listening to an episode of Sparkling Visibility where you're going to find out the fastest way to a memorable personal brand is complete clarity and acceptance of your value. These episodes are excerpts of my private community where we're finding out that the self and self-promotion is no longer a fake mask to wear in fearful hope of getting what we want. Rather, it's an invitation to allow uniqueness to take the wheel of our message. You can follow along in the podcast by listening to episodes and doing the assignments, or check out the description to see if the community is the right fit for you. Enjoy! This episode is a community conversation as a dialogue. It's not just me talking by myself. Today's community member was A-OK with everything being put out into the world because, um, and I'm guessing that uh, he's a podcaster himself, more on that later. Wasim, hi. Hi, Prada. How you doing? I'm doing so good. Thank you. Uh, y'all, Wasim is cool, not just because he's part of my community, but also because he is an entrepreneur, co-founder of um, Dignit, the Arabian Beard Company, background in social work, podcaster, marketer, uh, so many of the things. Um, but today, Wasim, uh, what do you identify as right this very second? Who are you? How do you introduce yourself? <laughs> oh, it's that, it's an illusion. <laughs> That's the true answer. <laughs> that we we make up identities so that we can feel connected, but there there isn't really an identity. We're all just part of each other. Oh, I love that even better. We're just two humans connecting. Yeah. That's awesome, and it doesn't surprise me either. What really struck me is when we first met. Um, back when I was doing podcast consultancy uh, was you and I both have a value of authenticity um, where we really value the idea of being authentic while being impactful while doing the thing that we want to do. Um, I feel like that was the whole reason why I built this business on personal branding. It's that idea of personal branding from within being authentic, being at ease, letting go of the shoulds, right? So the only thing that I see time and time again, when anybody comes to me about promoting themselves or um, getting clear about what they stand for or how they should portray themselves to people, it always goes back to the should. What should uh, success look like? Uh, who should you be? How should you act? What should you look like? Um, and those shoulds can also come up. Uh, we've talked a lot in the community about panic, about drama, about how all of these pressures just kind of, it's a, it's pressure. It's like a pressure cooker. And today we're talking about acting out and lashing out. Um, I define those things as any impulsive behavior that doesn't fit my values, um, so acting out would be something it, that I see again and again is it presents itself as procrastination. 
um, procrastination, lack of self-care, uh, overwork, um, so many different ways that our behavior comes up as a result of what we're suppressing and lashing out being words that you don't really mean and you really regret. What about you? How would you define it? Yeah, I think it's it's like um, avoidance, right? Like, so, and, and it's interesting that that you bring that you brought this up in the context of like what you should do, and how you should behave, and and I think we kind of we exist with this ideal of what kind of person we 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 believe we should be, uh, and that doesn't necessarily always uh, uh, line up with a who we are, uh, or and b like what we're actually. Or who we want to be so so there might be and and usually when there's a disconnect between those two things uh i mean i've heard it termed that like that's where discomfort lives uh because you're not being you're you know you're not being who you are um and like the kind of like the life uh or sort of the journey of life is figuring out who you already are <laughs> um uh and like you know uncovering layers and trying to see through experience who you are mm. so that like you know you, because you 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 don't go to find yourself you're not outside you've always been you you, you mm -hmm. just don't know what you is yet mm -hmm. um and so and what and people can engage in different behaviors in order to to run away from and to hide from the like and it's almost like a game that we play with ourselves mm -hmm. to to not know ourselves so because like we, we play this game about hiding and running from from who we are uh and and that can be, I, I said game because usually games are, are light and fun. And I, and I hope that even the journey of this, because it's all very normal, mm -hmm. um, that the, the journey of it can be light and fun. And, and like, you know, don't stress too much about the fact that you're not who you are. Like, you don't feel like you who you are. Like, you know, the stress and the discomfort and that, because it, it is a journey. It's not a, it's not a destination. You aren't a destination. You know, you, you, you're becoming. I love that. That's so true. Um, actually, it's so funny because this is exactly what the last episode was about when I was talking to Sarah Al Amudi. Um, yeah. More on that later. Uh, so let's get tangible examples around this. So you were saying about becoming and you were talking a little bit about that journey and how you became the authentic person you are. But I'm sure there's still some slip-ups. You were talking about it as a game. So I feel like this is a new perspective. Um, for me, for example, the way I've been acting out recently is lack of sleep. Uh, I don't know what it is. Like, it's a really huge value of mine. I was a really big fan of the Thrive podcast by Ariana Huffington, and I was totally into the idea of sleep is really important, right? And I see it in my daily life that I become a better human being. I like who I am when I get enough sleep. And yet, <laughs> and yet, um, I end up playing on my dumb games, spending way too much money on fake game coins. Oh <laughs> and um, I end up spending hours like crazy amounts of hours and then I don't get enough sleep this isn't because I was sinister I didn't at 7 p.m say that okay I'm gonna stay up all night it was just 
honest forgetting. For some reason, something happens where when it's time to go to bed, I get a reminder from my calendar. Mm-hmm. I get a reminder from my reminder list. Um, my phone goes into sleep mode where mm-hmm. I should be having that focus, but I don't sleep. Uh, do you have an example like that? Uh, I think uh, it's it's um, one of the. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I play um, addictive PlayStation. So so I will uh, so I play FIFA right so and and I I will go into a rabbit hole of of playing like late into the night. Now I shouldn't be doing that. I wake up almost almost I I, I have to wake up at a particular hour every day. Uh, I have to because I have responsibilities and I have to to kind of get to them. I have uh, like my my son wakes up at that hour and so I, the house has to wake up at that hour. Um, and I need sleep as well. Like it's, mm. it's, I, I definitely, my mood changes from, obviously my mood changes when I have had enough sleep versus when I haven't had enough sleep. And so I'll, I'll play and I'll be like, okay, another game, another game, another game, another game, another game. And this really gives me nothing. So like it's it's one of the things that I note when I'm doing it like it's all manufactured none of it's real it and it and the game even like lives off of my addiction like they 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 design games to keep us in them um uh for longer uh like you know they it's almost akin to gambling in a way like it's <laughs> it's very I can't stop yeah um and and I ask myself I like really have moments where I'm like why am I still like why am I depriving myself of sleep uh every night uh you know to have under the guise of needing alone time even though i have plenty of alone time mm-hmm. um uh why do i do that and uh, i think that's that's an example of 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 uh like um but all, i mean i think it's something that you noticed that you said as well is kind of being forgiving to yourself when when that when that happens cuz cuz you know i i i've kind of, i want to believe that there's something in the useless there's a usefulness in mm. the useless. Mm. Uh, there, there is something. Yeah, there's something in there that may, you know, even though I may not see the, like, it's not, and not everything is about being uber productive and always doing something that's like that's, like, time can also be for, for, for nothing, right? Like, like, but I might be wrong. I totally might be wrong. With no, this, no, this I totally agree. Uh, and that's the perspective uh, idea, right? Uh, I use this a lot when there is something that isn't in the plan, but it ends up happening um, useless. As you say, I get the best ideas when I do enough uselessness. Um, When I'm celebrating, recharging, whatever you want to call it, it's just that ability to look at the experience and say, hmm, what can I take out of this experience? And then Something will happen. I'll notice something new, a memory. Finally, because my head is empty enough, a memory will come up or an idea will come up, right? So those are great examples about acting out the behavior that we have. The other version is lashing out. So the words we say, um, a quick example that I can think of, because it always comes up with people I know uh, who are really, really close to me, who I love deeply. I say I love deeply. I know I love deeply. But um, with my husband or my family, let's say my husband asks me just because he wants to know my day. How nice. He wants to know my day. And he asks me, hey, did you get the groceries? 
just because he wants to know my day. He wants to know maybe if he should go get it. I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking because I didn't give him a chance because I'll lash out and say, what? Don't you think I would get the groceries? Uh, why are you always on my back? I'm the only one who does. And that's not true. It's never true. So I end up saying things that are inaccurate, uh, blanket statements, defensive, not taking one second to hear him out. And everything that I say when I lash out, this doesn't happen often, I hope. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but the things I say when I lash out have nothing to do with my value systems, and it especially has nothing to do with the person that I want to be. <laughs> then maybe like a, a voice, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like sometimes you, 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 you'll speak and then you'll go, what? Like, what did I just say? Why did that just come out? Like, that, where, where did that come from? Um, and I think even, the, you know, the self, you know, these things happen, but the self-awareness to note when it does happen uh, is a, you know, that's a move. Like, that's a thing. That's a skill that can be developed over time to, like, note these things. Um, I, like, kind of building on it in terms of what, what it made me think in terms of, like, short-term and long-term. One of the things I, I note about, I mean, some people are, like, serial academics. So they spend a lot of time sort of kind of going for the next degree and the next degree and the next yes. degree. And they I spend a really significant amount of time sort of funneling in this, in, in um, I guess, the safety of academia. Like, the, I, I would say, like, there's a security. Yeah. And, and a level up. Like, there's like, yeah, there's a sense of like leveling up and sort of over the long term. Um, I mean, and and also, it's actually probably almost the same for probably careers, like like certain careers in, let's say, uh, like, you know, you're in a big company and you're moving up in that company and you're and like, you, you know, you, I don't know, you could be trading stocks, you could be inside a, a thing, but you just kind of keep going for a next level, next level, next level. And that, that, I mean, that is you kind of escaping from mm. who you actually like you know, what you actually need and who you actually are and who you actually want to be. And, mm-hmm. and, and the, actually there was a term that somebody once uh, used, it was called uh, shadow workers. It was a, sh- a shadow worker. Um, and, and she said that like, what we do is as we're growing up, we put a lot of unex- well, what the things that we believe are unacceptable about ourselves or that we shouldn't explore or, or, or see, we put in the shadows. And it doesn't go anywhere. It just sits in the shadows inside of our psyche. And then as, and, and we have uh, behaviors that are tied to our ignoring of that. And that is the lashing out. That is, is all that stuff. And so, and, and there, there, I mean, literally a shadow worker helps you look at that, like see that thing and guide you through noticing at least that, that that's where, that I have this thing, uh, that of a part of myself that is, that lives in the shadows. And then, just simply through it, like if only just through its awareness, there is a a a um, a rejigging, right? Like like then there's work to be done, but at least then you know, like you know, oh okay, that's a part of me that I'm that that is coming out and is maybe it's not sabotaging me, but giving me discomfort, making me feel like you know that I should that I'm unhappy, mm-hmm. uh, even though I'm achieving, and I'm and maybe the se- I'm overachieving in order to avoid looking at that. Like I'm, I'm putting so much effort into 
into work and into achieving and into becoming and into uh, having people uh, recognize me and needing to be recognized or needing to be liked uh, and doing all those things um, and needing to be celebrated. <laughs> um, uh, but all in as a way to, to really, we, we're excellent at this sort of avoidance, like not looking at where these things are coming from. And it, it's, uh, I mean, it's a challenge. Like it's not, you know, it ain't easy. <laughs> I, so cool. I love, love, love that uh, explanation as to what's going on where, um, things get pushed down to the shadow and they got to pop out somewhere. So they pop out through acting out or lashing out. I will say that's one way of thinking of it and you can't do self-inquiry incorrectly. So I totally resonate and finding out those patterns, um, especially for me, there were so many different versions of finding out those patterns um, in myself and you can't do it wrong, whether you do it the scientific way of going into the psychology and going through therapy, or if you do it through Reiki or any kind of uh, energy-based stuff, if you do it through spirituality and religion, you can't look inside yourself and ask, hey, how interesting, where did that behavior or where did those words that I didn't want to say come from, you know? And and to well and to let certain behaviors because like those ultimately you're working against yourself I feel like at that at that point you're working against yourself and and I mean I guess the big where is it really sad like or where like sort of my biggest fear or the big fear that would be is that I mean usually you know when you do, if you ever do wake up and it's and you feel like it's it's too late it's never too late like I just want to say that it's never too late regret is a is a is a horrible thing. Right. Like you regret the time, the things you said, the, the behavior that you acted, the, the way you treated others, the way you treated yourself um, uh, throughout your life. Regret like you can see regret on some people's faces. It's, you know, you can see regret on on people after a long time and how they may have behaved. And uh, that's I, you know, you don't want that. Like you, you don't want that that feeling. Um, and, and so, yeah, yeah I, I would also uh, I think that's a great point. That feeling of regret. Um, it kind of works really similarly to acting out or lashing out or hiding or any of those things. It's a signal, right? It's just a signal that is telling you that, oh, your behavior or your decision uh, didn't fully align with what you said your values were. Or um, something else that's coming to mind for me is how at the time when I was in university... I was in a course, I would be flunking like crazy, I wouldn't care, I had a great time when I was out of class, I had a great time in class because I was asleep. <laughs> um, no regrets during the time, right? So it wasn't an acting out, lashing out that I noticed or that I cared about. But then afterwards, years later, I was like, oh, God, why did I do that? Why did I spend so much time and energy on the wrong things? And that was just simply a signal. My um, brain was like, okay, your values have changed, you know? Um, and I, I guess that's what you were saying as well about learning about ourselves, relearning about ourselves um, every moment, just finding out and being interested. 
it's the game you're playing. It's the game that you're playing with yourself because otherwise you'd be very bored. If you all just knew who you were all the time, it would be quite boring. <laughs> uh, and, and, and you, these signs that exist, like, I mean, we, you know, we are the, just as much the passengers of our lives as we are the drivers. Um, we, we watch and we drive sometimes and we actually run around in a circle, like, mm. you know, chasing our own tail. Um, uh, uh, you know, and, and it's like a, it's like a great game of hide and seek. A great game of hide and seek. <laughs> yeah. It's a game of hide and seek. It, yeah. Oh, but you know, what's funny is I love your perspective of it. And I think this is why we, um, got along so well when we first met is your ability to look at this game as a perspective. Others, or let me not stretch so far as saying others, but I personally was so frustrated when I realized that I was kind of sabotaging myself and going in these circles of, who am I? Oh, this is who I am. Wait a minute, I behave differently than what I expected. And then going in that loop, right? Uh, but just your perspective of, seeing it as a game of seeing it as you know what um it would be too boring and too strange if it was any other way yeah you know that that thing like if it's if you're too comfortable you're gonna do something to just rock the boat because even like the too comfort can be dissatisfying and if you're too like it's you know that that circle that they, they do like in the middle is comfort and at the edge is like panic <laughs> and then there's a happy medium somewhere in between where you're you're not entirely comfortable but you're not entirely panicking and that's where learning happens because you're kind of at at a secure edge to to explore and to take a to to, to look maybe test out maybe make a little thing um exist uh at the border of the uh known and the unknown um because uh, you know that's that's what's the the the, the current moment is the uh unknown becoming known like that, that's that's the present <laughs> i love um, that the unknown becoming known is the present <gasps> i'm gonna quote you on it make a shirt um I know that graph really well, uh, where it's uh, the comfort zone, the growth zone or the learning zone, and then the panic zone of how much danger is there and how a little tiny bit of danger never hurt no one because that's what keeps us stimulated. That's how we keep on surviving and uh, attaining the skills to survive in the first place. It's what makes us so good at adapting to change, right? Um, actually... It's so crazy, Wasim. I can't believe you didn't take the 100% course because literally in that same uh, module where I have that graph, I also talk about change and I talk about the upper limit problem, which is something that keeps coming up in this conversation, I think, where um, usually when it's quiet, too quiet, uh that boredom sets in. And before that was really helpful because if we were bored with, you know, the day to day, we would end up learning something or creating new skills or inventing something. But now it just kind of, um, I, I don't know. We just need to sabotage it and shake things up or something. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I don't feel like yeah. I'm growing. Like, you know, the state of life is in growth, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is always changing. And so if you're not changing, 
if you're not changing, that makes you really uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like it shows up in people's lives in lots of ways and you'll do something to like shake it up. And even if you're not necessarily the driver, mm-hmm. it, it, you're still happening. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's ambiguous. <laughs> it is, it is. And that is a, such a perfect segue into this week's exploration. This week's exploration is really simple. Really simple, very connected with this. We don't have to know the science behind it. That's what psychologists are for. However, we can be aware of the signals. So what signals are you receiving from when you say things, when you do things, when you don't do things that you said you wanted to do? What are the signals you're receiving about your values, about who you want to be, about... um? anything else that comes to mind. You can't do this incorrectly. You can't. Uh, Okay, so let's see. I have kept you for a little bit longer than I was supposed to. Um, Thank you so much for joining. This has been such a dang tootin' pleasure. Tell us, uh, where can we find you? Do you have anything out in the world that you want to plug, that you want to tell us about uh, so that we can see more of you or or more specifically hear more of you? Oh, uh, thanks for having me. Um, I, we got a couple of podcasts. If you like this type of, type of stuff, um, I host a podcast that we're working on the second season of uh, called... Uh, uh, by the, the the brand name Wasim Space. And so if you type into your browser Wasim.space, uh, W-A-S-E-E-M uh, dot space, uh, you will find sort of the podcast that I'm working on. Yeah. Uh, I talk about uh, third, culture, third culture identity and being from everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Um, uh, and, and, you know, being part of this world. And we have some fun conversations with third third convo people i've talked in arabic a lot on the digging it podcast and so you can look up the digging it podcast and we talk about men and and men's issues and things on the digging it podcast wherever podcasts are downloaded so you can you can look at wasim space um uh third culture convos which is what i'm changing the the second season is called third culture convos and the digging it podcast and uh uh, yeah feel free to reach out and you'll find wasim you can find me And I'll make it really easy because I'll put links in the show notes for everybody to enjoy. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Wasim. This is so cool. Uh, I'll see you soon. I'm so excited for your exploration of this week's concept. However, I'll never know about it. Please. Help me with my curiosity and leave a review about your experience. Bonus, it helps people find the podcast and benefit from it as well. If you found yourself throughout this episode wanting to ask more questions, wanting to contradict me, mm, I love contradiction, wanting to add to it, wanting to hear other people's thoughts on it, you might be ready to join the community yourself. You can explore more at krb.com forward slash community. That is K-H-A-Y-R-A-B dot com forward slash community. See you next week.